A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. On News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday, Haley. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday, Dan. Did you hear my voice? It's going to be a rough show. You're recovering still. Yes. I had a cold last week. It started last week and rapidly developed into laryngitis. We somehow got the show done before it really set in. Right. And then I spent the weekend being unable to speak. (laughs) And a lot of this past week, it's just been weird. It just sounds weird. My brain is a little cloudy, so I'm going to lean on that as as an excuse for (laughs) whatever comes out of my mouth. It's not my fault. I'm over-medicated. Or under. Or under-medicated. Either way, I'm not right. Well, no. Yes, yes. I'm not right. Yep. Okay, let's get on to the show. We've got a lot that we want to talk about, and we're going to be in the studio with Dean Veltman from Veltman Painting, and we're going to be talking about decks. And I know it's really questionable why we're talking about decks at the end of the fall. We'll explain a little bit about that, but yes. it's just great information right. coming from somebody who works with those kinds of products and projects all the time. Right. It's really good info. If you've got a deck that you want to do yet this fall, it is possible. It's possible. We'll explain with some caveats, but more likely next spring. Great info in here. Definitely stay tuned for that. And Haley, you want to talk about, do you want to tell them what you want to talk about, or do we want to keep that a surprise? A silly surprise. Let's keep it a surprise. Okay. It's, you know? It's practical. Yes, it's very practical. A little it's out there. help your fall decor. Yeah. So, that's coming up. And then a cool little tool that's kind of silly that we'll talk about at the end. But right now, let's start with something, I guess, something ridiculous. You know? And Haley doesn't know what we're going to yep. talk about, so this is kind of a surprise. All news to me. Technology. Let's think about how much technology has changed. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about from my grandma's point of view. Right. You know, what would she <laughs> think of all the stuff if she could have seen, you know, even in the last 15 years, what has changed? You know, would she even recognize the place? But think about what my mom and dad, what your mom and dad have, have lived through, lived through mm-hmm. all these different things. And we all tease and joke about how I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one who jokes about how our parents, my parents struggle sometimes with technology it seems like you know they can't get the iPad. My better than me. Okay your mom's better. (laughs) I know a lot of people who struggle with their parents where they got to walk them through the iPad you know help them with their Wi-Fi password. Yeah. But think what they're doing. Right. They used to make fire with stones and sticks and stuff and now they're working with an iPad. They have really done well for themselves (laughs) right. So I think that's really funny and you know with all of this new tech it just continually grows. Right. right. It's just exponential. Everything yeah. is getting smart is the new thing. Right. Smart. Everything is it though? Is, well, but that's the idea. Yeah. You know, it starts with smartphones. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a party line when I grew up. A party line. You, we, we really did. I remember every now and then we'd, when I was really little, you'd pick up the phone to make a call. Yeah. And somebody else is already talking to somebody else. The listening that you could do. I know. I know. I, I've honestly been wondering why I didn't do more of that. Right. I would have thought <laughs> that would have been a thing. But, you know, that went away quite quickly when I was little. I think it went away in the 80s. But still, 
I had that. Now we've got smartphones where you've got a computer on your phone, you know, better than the computer I had on my desk. Yes. You know, is on my phone now. All of that stuff. All right. Smart tech. You can open your garage with a smart garage door opener Mm -hmm. system. You have smart thermometers. Thermometers. Smart. Thermostats. Thermostats. Yes. Maybe smart thermometers. I'm sure (laughs) they're they're smart. (laughs) Take your temperature from your phone, from somewhere else, even. How about toilets? Did you realize that smart toilets are a thing? I mean, <laughs> I'm not talking a little what additional would be involved? thing. Oh, I'm going to tell you what's involved. Like smart it knows toilets. when to flush. Oh, Haley, it knows everything. It, it knows everything. It knows everything about you. What you've <laughs> what? eaten. What you no. It's it. You know they they've got. All kinds of ways that they spin this and who it's for and all of that. One of the things is it's for the elderly, and I, that cracks me up because I already, like I said, like I started, struggle sometimes to help mom, you know, or dad right. walk yes. through the iPad. Right. I do not want to walk a them through a bathroom toilet, experience. Right. All right, where are you? I'm in the bathroom. Are you sitting or standing? And <laughs> I don't want to go through that and try to troubleshoot this problem. Oh, but anyway. Wow. Smart smart toilets. Here's what you get. And, and before I say any more, I'll put links in the show notes. And maybe other people are fully aware of these things. I was completely stunned no. to find that this was a real thing. These aren't just off-brand weirdo things. Kohler has an entire line. Of smart toilets. Oh, man. And you are dropping some coin. And I mean, there's smart, smart appliances like fridge, oh, yeah. you know, stove. I never would have thought toilet. Oh, man. They've got all the bells and whistles, Haley. Just listen to this. You can get heated seats. All right. We can okay. see that coming. All right. Yeah. Heated seats. I love that. Fair A enough. built-in bidet, right? You don't I have didn't to just... know about that. Yep, yep. So that will come. But I, I, I watched a number of videos and I inscribed exactly what they were telling us. These were videos from the websites of the manufacturers. Okay. They were talking about how they will clean with a number of different sprays, including a pulsating wash oh that cleanses and massages. And what? Here's my favorite a spiral spray wash that, and I quote, effectively cleanses a broad area. Seriously? Yes. So that's in the marketing. I wish we marketed oh, toilets. Oh my gosh. Of course, since you've got a bidet built in, you've got a warm air dryer. <laughs> I was going to almost slipped and said a warm a hair dryer. dryer. I guess oh it could be gosh. a hair dryer as well. Ah. It's got a That seems All right. So, yeah. so it's got this built-in air dryer. Sure. Here's the thing that I thought I texted my mom right away and asked her what she thought. She said this would scare the daylights out of grandma if she woke up in the middle of the night. The toilet has a nightlight. That will it, it it is a nightlight. And then so. light on the ones that I saw emanate from inside the bowl. <laughs> so there's this blue glow coming from the toilet bowl. Grandma would have figured there's aliens in the toilet. Right? Or oh my gosh. Right? It's motion sensing sensing. So it will sense that you're approaching and, and the lid will raise. Oh. The light will go on. It will prepare for whatever Does it needs close to be done. The lid too? It closes the lid Does as it you leave. Shut the seat. I'm sure it does, yes. Because that, I... Oh, yes. All of that will happen. There's some value there. Oh, Haley, you are just... We are just scraping the surface (laughs) of what these things will do. They've got built-in deodorizers. 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 It's a really tough word to say. Deodorizer. Yeah, you nailed it on the first try. Built right in. Charcoal filters that will eat through any stink and turn it into like a valley of flowers. Yes, a valley of freshness. On top of that, we've got to wrap it up. But my favorite part about the whole thing 
is that it's just like the, the seats in, in cars now. You can customize it for users. It oh, will remember you and adjust to your personal gosh. settings. Smart toilets. We've got links in the show notes. Definitely check it out. Wow. Very interesting. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll be talking about not as ridiculous a topic as that. Uh, no. Something it's much very more practical. practical. <laughs> That's all just ahead. Stay tuned. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back, and Haley's got a real winner of a topic picked for everybody. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. No. Do you yeah. like fall? What? Do you like fall? I do. I love fall, and I think this is a great topic. I'm I'm just making a joke. <laughs> but that's nah, just how do you how do you lead in and tell everybody you're going to talk about pumpkins? So I'm trying it's to come up fall. with fall. We're decorating for fall. Everyone's decorating for fall this weekend. I guarantee people are headed out to get a pumpkin or to get some mums to put on the front porch and get all festive and into the season. All right. I'm not. (laughs) I'm not. Not into the, the whole... It, decorating thing you, for, for for holidays for and all of that. Well, for fall, for for Christmas. I, well, I decorate inside a little. Okay. I don't but like to bite outside. off all this extra work. Mm. Right. I'm one of those people. Okay. Well, I like to just enjoy the other decorations. Is I tell there the children like a, a Grinch word for f- someone that doesn't like fall decorations. Yeah, if you could lump all of them together, <laughs> that, that would be me. No, I tell the children that if we decorated, it just. It just takes away from our enjoyment of the other decorations. Oh, well, it's quite the spin. Yeah, it (laughs) doesn't really work, but it gets me by. Anyway, not not huge into it just because I think my biggest thing with the pumpkins really comes to the fact that I've got the five kids. Yeah. And the tradition has always been that we'd go get the pumpkins and that was always fun. And we'd talk about what, what they wanted carved on their pumpkins, which was always fun. Yeah. And then we'd actually get to the carving, Mm -hmm. and I'd put the little knives in their hands, and I'd see how they're monkey gripping them, and how they're going. And I'd all I could picture was like five trips to the ER for every (laughs) round of pumpkin carving. So I'd get the knives back, and then I'd end up doing it all to their specifications. And it was always a lot of stress because it was never quite right. Understand why maybe you're not into the pumpkin. It soured me, Haley, on the whole thing, but. Someday I'll get back into it. I think maybe, you should try again. Maybe with grandchildren. Year. But let's not. That's just moving ahead too fast. <laughs> For any of my children who are listening, that's not a request. We'll get there in, in due time. Anyway, let's move on quickly. Let's talk to the people who are grabbing and paying for those pumpkins and starting to decorate. Your big gripe that you started, the, the whole reason for this topic mm-hmm. is that your pumpkins go bad while they they're sitting out there. They never last as long as I really want them to because I always get them early in the season because it feels like, oh, fall is starting. I want to decorate and do all the things. How early go to the is pumpkin early? Patch. Is that like, like now. right now? Okay. Yeah. Because by the time it gets to Halloween or into November, which I never plan on having... I don't know. I guess I don't think about November until it's there. Mm-hmm. And then I'm thinking, oh, I want decorations still because Thanksgiving is coming up now. Sure. And the pumpkins are just, they're ugly at this point. Either they're eaten by squirrels or they're moldy or they're like 
you know, curling in on themselves. Have you ever thought about styrofoam pumpkins? No. I mean, squirrels leave them alone. Maybe on the inside, but I can't imagine putting them on the outside. All right. Just Just a thought. Just a thought. So anyway, your pumpkins go bad. The squirrels get them. But the thing is, you found the silver bullet, apparently, that's going to solve all of these problems and allow your early fall pumpkins, your October purchase pumpkins, early October purchase, Mm -hmm. to last possibly through Thanksgiving. Well, I don't know if... I'm not going to get crazy, but it's going to make them last longer. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. So everything I just said... Not making any promises here. Let's dial it back. Let's bring it all back. What do we need to do to get the most out of our pumpkins? One of the ways that's most talked about is using bleach, right? It's going to kill all the bacteria and fungus that promotes all that mold growth and Works decomposition. Works on my toes. <laughs> I can't only imagine what it's going to do for pumpkins. Let's move on. Uh, so what you'd want to do, essentially, whether you've got a carved pumpkin or an uncarved pumpkin, is create a solution of bleach and water. You know, you only need about a teaspoon of bleach per quart of water, mm-hmm. and either you're soaking the pumpkin in that solution in a bucket, or you're spraying it down and scrubbing the pumpkin and wiping it dry. So whatever. Do you have to use something with soft bristles? Because I don't want to. I don't want to mar my pumpkin's beautiful surface. So specific. I do like Dan, to be specific. Use Haley. your best judgment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fun to work with, aren't I? Yes. Yeah. yeah. See, I've got a lot of questions. All right, so we'll use our best judgment mm-hmm. on the brushes. I'm going to recommend right. something. Like, don't use a wire brush, right? right. We're no. not talking about that. No. Like, rub a child's face, <laughs> and if the child doesn't recoil, that's probably soft enough for your pumpkin. Right. Yeah. Right? Perfect. Treat it like a kid. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we'll get our little bristle brush. We'll spray it down, potentially with bleach, mm-hmm. a bleach solution, and we'll right. do that in a safe bleach Area environment, right? Yeah. Like maybe not you're the doing living it room, in the sink or outside. Oh, outside! Wherever. I strongly recommend outside. <laughs> I've done a lot with bleach, and no matter how careful I think I am yeah. with the bleach, it I gets always, everywhere. Oh, not not everywhere in very unique places, but I always find in very unique places. <laughs> I find I'm lots of ask. lots of bleached. Things and then somebody in the house will say, "Well, it looks like Dad was bleaching stuff again." Oh, and yeah, good. It was. Yeah. So I'm going to take all of that outside. I don't even open the bleach inside anymore. <laughs> so anyway, do what you've got to do. You know yourself, listener, yes. but be safe. So you'll take it outside. You spray it down with this bleach solution, and then you're good. You just let it sit. So. Ideally, you would keep doing this throughout the pumpkin's life. Okay. (laughs) So like every other day or so, go back out, spray the pumpkin down with a little bit of water and bleach, and it'll just help keep the bacteria and fungus away. And it's going to hydrate the pumpkin because one of the things that happens too is that they start losing their moisture and they shrivel up a bit, especially if it's a carved pumpkin, right? Mm -hmm. The faces get all distorted and weird. Look like grandma. Yeah. (laughs) Little grandma pumpkins. (laughs) It's cute. Um, But yeah, spraying them down with water and that bleach solution is going to help a lot. The other thing that you can do for a carved pumpkin is actually put some Vaseline 
onto the carved areas and potentially, you know, you could coat the inside of it. Coat the whole inside with Vaseline? I mean, it's going to lock How flammable is Vaseline? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Sounds like gasoline. It's almost just like it, except one letter is different. It's Vaseline. We're locking in the moisture, and you would not put a candle inside of that pumpkin. And honestly, any pumpkin that you're trying to make last longer, you shouldn't use a candle inside. Use one of those fake LED candles, just a little battery power guys that go mm -hmm, in because mm -hmm. with a candle you're just cooking the inside and you're drawing all of that moisture out which is what we're trying to prevent all right so what about squirrels well that you because you mentioned that was one of your big beefs yep squirrels this, always the bleach get my pumpkins them off or the bleach won't but there's another alternate solution that you could use and that's peppermint oil that's also an antifungal and it will repel the squirrels as well oh really yeah they don't like the smell and that of peppermint takes the place of the bleach yeah i mean i guess you could do, you both do both if you wanted to go crazy but um well, i'm all about <laughs> going crazy if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna We're go crazy it. while i do it um you could just use the peppermint oil. I think some people like that as a natural alternative to the bleach. It smells a little better. You're not getting bleach on your clothes and you're not potentially poisoning anything either. Okay. All right. I like that. So coat the inside potentially with Vaseline. That's Again, for the hardcore like, yeah, fanatics. It's a real step. What about sealing it? I would think, what if you just seal the outside of it with some kind of spray, like a spray lacquer or a spray? Yeah, yeah. or shellac or yeah, that anything would, like that. That would work? Mm-hmm. That'll lock in the moisture now, as well. Now, see, something else. I don't know that you had this idea or not, but what about just instead of carving a face on? What if I just paint Painting? it on? Yeah. Right? I was considering this. Actually. Oh, really? Yeah, because I've got a little sample half pint of black paint already. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, I could just paint a face on the pumpkin. Oh, yeah. And That'll it's going to last, last way longer. So that is an option. All right. So I can spray it down with a bleach solution that's carved or uncarved. Um, same with the peppermint. Same with the peppermint. All kinds of different ways. And you're not going to go out on a line, though, and tell us how much length of time we're going to get out of that. Right. Yeah. Five extra weeks. I'm not Four a extra weeks, yeah. not going to say. Not a psychic. <laughs> All right. All right. It's just going to be better than had you not. It depends on the weather and things like that, too, because I guess freezing temperatures also affect the life of a pumpkin. See, this is why I don't have pumpkins. You know, I've got enough. It's a lot to, of work. I, it's a lot of work. I've got to keep the dog fed and the kids going. I don't really need a pumpkin on top of it all. Well, it's like it's a pet. Like a, yeah, it's a temporary pet. Yeah. I don't know if I can cope with the grief of the loss. <laughs> anyway, we'll put links in the show notes so you can get to the blog that Haley yes. found that kind of had a lot of this information. If you've got anything that you do that you think Seems has historic. really yeah. made your pumpkin last longer than normal, and if you're willing to go out on a limb and give promises to all of our <laughs> viewers or listeners about how long they're going to get out of their pumpkins, <laughs> by all means, send those tips and tricks to us at radio at repcolite.com. And if they're great and amazing, we'll share them Absolutely. with the world. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll be in the studio with Dean Veltman from yeah. Veltman Painting talking about decks. I don't have anything more to say. I think that's about well, it, right? Yeah. Talking but, about talk decks. About decks and expectations. It will be amazing. Yeah. That's all just ahead. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM.
And we're back, and Haley and I are in the studio with Dean Veltman from Veltman Painting. Dean, thanks thank for being here. Yeah, thank you. It's good to be back. Yeah. Yeah, this is the first time that you're back with video here. I know. That was a little <laughs> intimidating. Yeah. We're experts at it now. You well, can tell. My wife sorta. is very upset that I shaved my beard yesterday. I had to get a haircut and reset everything. She's like, you're going to be on video, and now, no, this is just bad. She didn't it's like the new look. She prefers the beard, yes. She does not like it when I shave. No. Oh, I get that. Like whenever my husband goes down to, you know, nice, cleanly shaven, I'm like, who are you? Yeah, that's kind of the reaction I got yesterday. No, yeah. I get it. I, I did a big beard and I'm starting it again. And remember when I came yes, back in, was I was trying to trim it one day okay. at home mm-hmm. and I just kept taking more off and yeah. I, it's still not right. And eventually I thought, oh, no, that's kind of where it ended up for me yesterday, too, because I got the haircut and you kind of mm-hmm. have to reset. So it's all yeah. even and it just it's like, you know what? I just have to start over. Yeah, I got done and I thought, well, I hate what I've got now. <laughs> and there's no fixing it. And then I thought, I'm going to walk in, and Haley's going to just, she's going to be upset. She's already told me that she can't handle the big changes. Yeah. And you walked in, and you go, well, great. <laughs> now, And then she literally said, well, now I've got to look at that all day long. <laughs> you remember that? Yes. It's very difficult. It's a, it's a big change. Well, okay. Well, all well, at once. That is important, but it is not critical. So we're going to move on to more critical information. <laughs> and Dean, we want to talk about decks. I know it's fall. Fall is still a good time to get a deck done. Right. You know, as long as, you know, we haven't headed into the the rainy part yet and we're still okay. The temperatures are great for doing a deck right now. Yeah, if definitely. you would decide to do that. And one of the things that we always try to convey And I don't know, I I think we do a really good job conveying that expectations are everything with a deck coating. Yes. But it's always good to get somebody who's an outside opinion. Mm -hmm. Dean, you don't specialize necessarily in decks, but you do a fair amount of them, right? Exactly. Okay. So let's talk about that. Expectations. You know, I think when we paint a space in our homes, we realize this is going to be good as long as I like the color. I'm going to be happy with this for years and years and years and years. Right. I'm not going to have to break this stuff out and do this room again for a long time. Exactly. But with the deck, I think we, we take that same idea into that, but that's really not what plays out. We don't get near the time out of a deck coating, and it's very important to understand that going in. I think you have run into a fair amount of this. Yeah, definitely. Typically, what I recommend to my customers and my general guidelines for deck maintenance is that you're looking at... You know, if you stain your deck this year, you know, say you do your floorboards and your spindles, you know, you do all of it with, Mm -hmm. uh, we usually recommend a semi-transparent, translucent stain, you know, something you can see the wood grain through, but it soaks into the wood, lets the wood breathe. Yeah. Um, You know, and then what you're looking at is typically, it depends on your exposures and how your deck wears, how much you use it. But generally, every other year you do your horizontals. And then every other time you do the deck, you do the verticals as well, because the vertical stuff just doesn't get as much wear and tear. Yeah. Yeah. It can vary, though. I mean, does your deck face north? Well, then it might not wear as fast from sun, but you might have more and more mold and mildew and more cleaning to do. You know, And sometimes str- sun can cook that finish off of a deck if you don't have any shade and it gets really hot. If you have a hot tub, you know, a lot of foot traffic in specific areas, you know, and all of those things do show. Yeah, it's funny how much your environment plays in. Like you said, is it full sun? It's Mm going to bake the deck and those coatings might fail a little bit faster or fade faster at least. Mm -hmm. And then if you've got full shade or if you've got a ton of trees overhead too, like I have, I know that, 
you know, the longer those leaves sit on the deck, now I'm risking staining happening from those leaves too. So there's all of these variables that play out based on our environment and our decks that I think we just don't anticipate. Right. And I think, you know, going back to what I started with, I have a lot of leaves on the deck and I know that's going to happen. Yeah. And what they do is they stain Yep. That coating, or, or at least they make it really dirty. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I can clean it off to some extent, but it is disappointing, really disappointing. Right. If that's your situation, fall is probably not the best time to do your deck because you're sure. going to do that and it's going to sit with all the leaves from fall as that comes down and then sit with snow and all that. And by spring, chances are you're going to be really disappointed with, with what you've got. So that's one expectation right off the bat. If you're dealing with a lot of leaves yeah. in your space and you understand that on your deck, wait till spring to redo it. If you don't have that problem, you can have good results. But yeah, you've got to be aware of all of that stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And we, you know, like we used to have a walnut tree at our house and those things stain a lot of things. <laughs> got cut down this year. <laughs> Very happy about that. Did you get squirrels from the walnut tree? Oh, and, oh, did we have squirrels? And they're the mean ones, they're right? The mean the, ones. Oh, the red squirrels? Do they, well, the little ones? Ours, no matter what kind of squirrels they are, I don't differentiate, they're just squirrels. But ours get mean. The minute yeah. there's nuts in the tree, yeah. like if we're outside, they will literally throw them on us. Did you have any we, of that? We were not assaulted by squirrels. We did we not were have not that. Assaulted. We were not. Well, maybe thankful. it's just personal. Yeah, maybe I've always they just don't like you. told the kids it's not personal, it's just squirrels doing squirrel stuff. But maybe it is personal. It could be. <laughs> I when guess we, I can't blame them. When we moved in five years ago, we had an old shed in the back that we tore down and rebuilt. But the amount of walnuts that were hoarded inside <gasps> that thing was oh my ridiculous. Gosh. You know, and the first year we moved in was a heavy year of walnuts. And uh, I don't know if it was a chipmunk or a red squirrel, but sometimes in the middle of the night. We would hear something rolling a walnut (laughs) through the floorboards underneath our master bedroom where we were sleeping. You just hear a walnut rolling back and forth across the floor. And it was only that year. So, yeah, that's kind of what it sounded like. And it's like we haven't had that since, thankfully. And, you know, so hopefully that problem is done. And the big tree's gone. But there is a small walnut tree and our neighbors have walnut trees. So there's still plenty of walnuts around. But at least they're a little further away and not as many. Yeah. So that would stain the deck (laughs) That can stain the deck. Like our cement patio. I mean, it cleaned up all right, but like that would land on our cement patio area. And yeah, that would stain quite a bit. Yeah, it's just disappointing. Yeah. Now, what do you think about solid color stains? We're in the studio with Dean Veltman from Veltman Painting Mm -hmm. talking about deck coatings. Your favorite is a semi-transparent or a translucent. Yeah, something like a natural wood stain color. Yeah, we differentiate a little further. We've got uh, our deck and dock, which is a translucent, very little color, but it gives you UV protection. A really great product to work with. Mm-hmm. And then a semi-transparent stain has a little more uh, color in yes, it. Yes, exactly. And there's pluses and minus. Now, yep. a solid color is the next step up, or at least several several more yep. steps up. What do you think about those? Um, it kind of depends. Um, typically, I do not advise that, but I do have some friends that have had good luck with it on their uh, their decks. But what they do with it is they redo it every year, or if they notice that it's peeling, they scrape it, sand it, and just reapply it right away. They don't expect to not do something mm. with it every year with a solid color coating. Um, what I've seen is solid color decks are more likely to peel in right. a big way. You know, not just a little bit here or there, but if you keep up on it, it can be done. But if I see decks with major problems, it's usually solid color ones or, or ones that have... I'm really not a fan of those big, thick, high-build deck coatings. Yeah. Um, 
I've they seen don't breathe. No, they don't breathe. And it seems like once your wood doesn't breathe, even if you get it to stick and not peel, sometimes it seems like the wood almost rots out underneath the coating, even if it doesn't wow. breathe. But often I've seen them peel quite a bit, too. You know, I kind of feel like for those ones, it's like if you know your deck is shot, you just right. don't have the money to replace it yet. And you feel like you have no other options. Go ahead and give it a try, but it's not what I would steer people to first usually. You know, it's kind of like a last resort. You're just trying to buy another year because your deck looks old and it's time to be replaced, but you just don't want to do it yet. Yeah, and that's usually what we're recommending when we talk about solid color stains is that type of situation. You know, you're just trying to get another couple years out of the deck, and at that point it looks really stained, the wood is not in good shape, and you're kind of just putting a solid color over it to hide everything, essentially. And it's just so important to understand that that is going to peel. Right. It's going to need maintenance. And like you said, you've got friends who go in with that understanding, Mm -hmm. and it works just fine, because it meets their expectations. That's what I expected. I'm not disappointed. It's the people who go in thinking, hey, 15 years from now, maybe we'll think about doing that again. (laughs) Yeah. They're horribly disappointed. I mean, it's probably a good idea, too, if you're going to do a solid color stain, you might want to make sure that there is nothing left of your semi-transparent or translucent stains, because I think that can cause adhesion issues beyond your normal moisture peeling issues, because those other stains soak into the wood, and then your solid on top, you just don't know how that's going to work, if that's going to want to bond or not. So it's better to either have it be raw wood with nothing left on it, or to strip that stuff off first, probably, before you do it. Definitely stop in with pictures or anything like that at any Repcolite or Port City Paints if you've got questions. You know, if you've got an existing product on the deck before you switch to something mm-hmm. else, we probably want to have a conversation and Absolutely. figure out the best plan forward. Now, I know you mentioned that you do some condos. Yeah. And that's on a how how many year Those rotation? Those are on a every six year rotation. How does that work out for you? That's not that's not long, close soon enough for decks and stuff. And so no. some of the homeowners do stuff in between, which helps, you know. And but one thing we've noticed a little bit with some of the homeowners, they've been staining their decks every year. Okay, and, instead of every other. Yeah, instead of every other. And again, it comes down to how is it wearing. But what we've seen it is it has formed a pretty thick film on it now. And the idea with those kinds of deck coatings, those semi-transparent, translucent ones, it wants to soak into the wood mm-hmm. so there's no film. And then the wood can breathe, and then it's not going to want to peel because there's no film to peel. It all soaks right. into the wood. But when you do it too frequently... Now it builds a film, and now you have something that can peel. Um, One way I've heard that's a good general rule of thumb, too, to check if it's ready to be redone, is if you sprinkle water on your deck and it beads up, Don't stain your deck again. It's yeah. not ready for it. You know, you if the water's still beating, you know, and if you can tell that your deck has formed a film because you've put it on, you know, then it's going to have to be stripped down and start over because those stains aren't meant to build a film. Now we do have multiple ways to get to bare wood again. Yeah. Benjamin Moore has a number of cleaners that will remove a coating to some extent. And we also rent out our on-floor machine, which I think if you're doing a deck in the fall, the on-floor machine is the way to go. It'll Mm -hmm. sand it down to bare wood, and in the same day, you can apply your deck product right. and be done you know, in, in a handful of hours. And really. it's just so easy to use, too. I think people sound, or it sounds intimidating, mm-hmm. right? People think that it's this giant process that might take forever. It's honestly very easy. It's very quick. You don't have to, I mean, you're barely holding on to the machine. It's not like a, a big right. belt or drum sander where you've got this crazy thing you're trying to control. It's very easy. Right. Easy to control. It's heavy. 
to get up and where you want it. Sure. That's yeah. always yes. a little bit of an issue. At least you the weights used... are, I've used it once, I believe, once or twice. It was a long time ago now, but you know, it's got those weights that you mm-hmm. put on it and stuff. At least you can carry those individually. It doesn't yes. have to be in one, <laughs> one swoop, but yeah. you know, but it definitely worked for the deck we used it on, you know, I mean, it was a fairly big deck. It had a semi-transparent stain that had to be removed because they were changing colors mm-hmm. pretty tra- dramatically in it. And the, they have those coarse bristle attachments. Exactly. That one worked really well on that. We didn't have to get into like the, the diamond discs or the, you know, some right. of the other attachments that you guys have for that, you know, to really go aggressively at and, it. Right. And normally on a deck, we, we just use these deck bristles, mm-hmm. which what makes them so cool is if you have raised nail heads or screw heads yeah. or something like that, it just goes right over them. It's not tearing yeah, or anything like that. At all. If you are interested, we've talked about that on Floor Machine before. You can just head to repcolite.com and we have a chat function right there. Yep. And the guy who runs that chat function, Peter, mm-hmm. actually runs this whole rental program. So you can make arrangements right there, get pricing and all of that, if it is something that you're considering. So, Dean, in the last little bit that we've got, mm-hmm. you have partnered with us for this big contest that we're running. Yes. And we actually, last week, just came out and kind of tweaked our contest a little okay. bit. Previously, originally, it was going to be, we had 10 winners from a previous contest that were all working on projects in their home. Okay. Then they're going to post pictures online, and that's coming up, you know, before and after shots. Everybody's going to vote on those. Yep. Three of the voters are going to win $150 gift certificates to Benjamin Moore, you know, exactly. for, for Benjamin Moore Paint. And that was their incentive for voting. The winner of the contest is going to win a $1,000 home repair, home improvement package from all these different businesses that partnered with us. Yeah. Oh, they choose one of those. They're yes. not going to win one from everyone. No. I said that. That would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> no. but, uh, I, I could hear no. Dean's heart increase, <laughs> heart rate increase. No, it's, it's one of those. You pick one. Well, what we've changed now, and maybe this is news to you, we're going to offer two of those packages. Repcolite's covering the second one. You've pitched in okay. for the first yeah. one if they choose yours. But yeah, two winners now. Okay. One of them is going to be a random voter. Yes. Is going to win this packet package, and the other one is going to be one of these ten winners. Okay. Cool. If they go and decide to get you out to their house, okay. what kind of stuff? Just give us a quick rundown of some of the things that you might tackle. Um, most interior residential painting things we do. I mean, we do kitchen cabinets. We do your normal trim, walls painting. You know that kind of stuff. Um, you know, we we'll do some stain and finish work too. But in a repaint home setting, you know, that's not super common. But sure. yeah, I mean, we can do cabinet work. We can do trim work. You know, walls, ceilings, that kind of thing. What are you best at? Um, if you say, what's I'm your not favorite? As, yeah, oh, that's probably a smarter way yeah. to ask that question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's my favorite? I like kitchen cabinets from the standpoint of I like there's some on site and some shop work, you know, to spray mm-hmm. the doors at our shop. I like doing that, you know, but I mean, you know, really, I enjoy, you know, going in and just changing the color in a few ro- rooms or updating a home's look, you know, sure. across the board, that kind of thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, really, I like all things on that side of it, you know. So if either of our winners choose you, mm-hmm. You'll just kind of walk them through. You'll have a conversation with them, and you'll figure out where they want to go with things. Yeah, exactly, and kind of figure out with you know with the with the value of the package and all that what might be the most bang for their buck, or how far they can go towards this or that. You know, if they have some ideas, we can kind of figure out what what will meet their needs the best. Perfect. Mm -hmm. All right. Anything else? That kind of wraps it up. That wraps it up. 
Uh, Dean, if our listener, I, well, how busy are you? Do you want to give out your contact info? Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're still pretty busy trying to wrap up exterior season, which thankfully the wrap up is going fairly well. It's going a lot later than I wanted it to during sure. the year. Um, but we are probably booked until after the holidays for interior. So if people are looking for stuff, you know, after after New Year's, uh, you know, that's kind of where we're starting to start look at putting stuff into the schedule. All right. If they want to get in touch with you, how's the best way? Probably just go to our website at veltmanpainting.com and you can fill out the contact form there. All right. Dean Veltman from Veltman Painting, thanks for hanging out with us today. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Dean. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit more about decks because I want to clarify a couple of things that I said earlier. That's all just ahead. Stay tuned. want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost. And we're back. And Haley, before we get into the silly tool that I want to talk about, <laughs> which it is silly. It's, it's useful. but It is useful, but it is yeah. silly. It, but it, th- that's coming. Before we get to that, I want to yep. clarify something that I said in the last segment. We were talking with Dean Veltman about decks, mm-hmm. and I had said boldly, proclaiming it from the rooftops, that fall is a great time to do decks. Yes. And I think I clarified what I exactly meant, but I'm not sure I did as good a job as I want to. So I want to clarify, fall is a great time to do a deck as long as it's dry. Yes. And we are really hitting that point in the year where it's getting to be a little bit iffy. And touch so, and go. Right. If you're going to do a deck, if you're thinking about that, you definitely want to go the route of using our on-floor machine. We talked about it in the last segment. All you need is a good, you know, a dry deck to start with. Right. But then you just need about 24 to 48 hours of dry weather afterwards, and you can do the whole deck in a day. Right. That's As what the opposed un- to, you know, cleaning and doing right. a multiple day process that you've then got to wait for things to dry again. Right. And have a dry day in there somewhere. It's just not going to happen, probably. A yeah. uh, the on-floor machine could make it work. And I would only do that if you don't normally get tons of leaves piling up on your deck you know, as fall progresses. So bear that in mind. If nothing else, use the information from the last segment to plan for next year, for next spring. Yeah. All right. Now let's talk about this silly tool. And it's something that I've talked about on the show before. Uh, Betsy was here and we got this little, it's called a multi, well, what is it? It's a it's variable like a universal, yeah, a universal socket. It's right. a really ridiculous looking thing. It snaps onto like an impact driver or mm-hmm. a drill and Basically, it looks like a little socket, but then inside, instead of a little hexagon shape, right. it's got, like got pins. all kinds of little pins that you can press in. And basically, the idea is that it will form around right. whatever bolt or nut or whatever you're trying to drive. It's like that toy, you know, that's like oh, the that little you put your brick. Face on? Yeah, you put like your hand through, your face through, and it makes the shape. Yes. That's what we're talking about. It's like right. that for an impact driver. Right. Yeah. So the idea <laughs> is that it's universal. You can use it for anything. And I think there's some value to it. Now it is silly. This is not a go to tool. This is not Yeah, the don't thing. like let it replace your entire set no. of sockets, you're obviously. So get the right socket. If you've got the right sockets, use the right sockets. It's way better. These things do not last. That's not going to be something that's going to give you years and years of service if you use it regularly. You might not even get a week if you're using it regularly. But in a pinch... In a pinch, it's really wonderful to have. I bought one for that segment that we talked about, you know, all those years ago. And the other day, 
I couldn't find the right socket. Mm -hmm. I'm in the garage, and I remembered I had that thing sitting there with me. Grabbed it. I got the bolt out that I needed to get loose. You know, I did all of that with it. Worked great. It doesn't, you know, you got to center it quite well because it doesn't automatically center itself like a regular socket would, and it's a little wobbly, but it it worked. It got it out. The other thing I love it for is driving eye hooks. Oh. Because that can be a pain. You know, you can hook a screwdriver through it and kind of drive an eye hook in, but especially the bigger ones can... You know, it takes a while. It's a lot of you got to beef up in order yeah. to do that. And this thing <laughs> will drive them right in. We'll put a link in the show notes if you want to check it out. It's a multi. No, I keep wanting universal. to say multi. It's a universal socket tool. Check it out. All right, Haley. That's all the time we've got. We're going to wrap it up. If you want to catch this one again, you can find it online at repcolite.com. Whatever you do today, make sure paint's a part of it. The Repcolite and Port City Paint Stores are open until three, waiting to help. I'm Dan Hanson, and I'm Haley Johnson. Thanks for listening.